The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's been years in the making, but BMW have finally developed a hydrogen-powered car. How does it work? How does it drive? And what happens if you run out of fuel? Well, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent, Joe Herbert, has actually had the pleasure of test driving the new BMW iX5, and she joins me to tell me all about it. Where did you go, Joe? I went to Antwerp. Now, Antwerp is the perfect place if you're going to test a hydrogen car because they have refuelling stations that are generated. They generate hydrogen by wind, which is obviously the best way, green hydrogen. And where I refilled, it was actually generated on site, so you don't even have the efficiency of transporting the hydrogen. So it was ideal conditions, I have to say, for a hydrogen car. How did it drive compared to the internal combustion engine or a battery version? It drives exactly as you would expect an electric car to drive. So remember, there's a plug-in hybrid version of the um, the X5. It's about the same weight as that. It drives. Comple- I was actually surprised at how normal it drives. It's completely mm. like I, if I had been told it was a battery electric, I would have said fine. Yeah, it yeah. is. Now, you mentioned battery electric. The torque you get from the electric motor, the seamless, uh, there's no gearbox per se. Uh, so it, it it's very quick. Yeah, it's the very same thing. You get that instant torque. But what's different, I suppose, and I suppose the, the really alluring thing about a hydrogen car is when you pull it in to refuel it, it takes three to four minutes. You get a Just 500... Just the same as diesel or petrol. Absolutely. You get a 500 kilometre range. And now the prices are interesting as well. In Antwerp, they charge based... They they charge for hydrogen based on how it's produced. So green hydrogen is 10, kilogra- is 10 uh, euros a kilogram. You need six to fill... The, um, the iX5. If you're charging with uh, blue hydrogen, which is produced from gas, it's 15 euros, so it's more expensive. But it's good that you're actually, you know, paying for how it's produced. So it's roughly not that much cheaper than petrol or diesel either, but it does have that, that ease of, of filling. Okay. Now, how does it work? Because we're not taking hydrogen and burning it in cylinders uh, like we do with petrol or diesel. Uh, so how is it powered? Okay, so very simply, if you look at a battery electric car, a battery electric car is a battery that stores electricity in it. That powers the car and when you plug it into the grid then to recharge it. Whereas with a hydrogen car through a fuel cell, it actually produces the electricity on board through a chemical reaction. So in the X5 that I drove, it has two um, hydrogen cylinders. It has a fuel stack, cell stack to the front. Now this is actually developed by Toyota who have been involved in hydrogen production for a very long time. And then it has the same electric motor that's used in the iX at the back. So it's rear wheel drive. So that's now it's actually so really instead of a battery, you have fuel cells. Yeah. Uh, now you also have to have uh, a tank to store yeah. your hydrogen on board. So that's a, a, a little extra. But then all of that would be a lot smaller, probably, than the battery that you would have had in a pure electric. Yeah, and I mean the the the, the tank. There's two tanks, as I said, and they're actually in the middle of the vehicle, so they run at the the bottom of the vehicle, so it actually doesn't compromise the luggage space or anything. So there's no difference, and yet it's actually a huge unit because in Antwerp they had the actual unit that's in the car, and when you stand back and you actually see it, you see why these are only suitable for larger vehicles. These are never going to fit in smaller little cars, definitely not. All right. Now, uh, in, in terms of the value for money, uh, the fuel, you talk about the price of the fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that compare with the the current price? Of, in Antwerp of diesel or petrol? It's probably not that much cheaper, as I said. That's the one thing. There isn't a huge like difference in terms of the cost, but I suppose what BMW are looking at is not replacing battery electric cars. This is very much to get the conversation going about hydrogen. I think what they're looking at more than anything is hydrogen is going to have to be used, like we need lots of solutions to decarbonise, so it's going to be used for trucks, for buses. So a byproduct could be to put them into cars, particularly for people who need towing capacity, who need long distances, and also colder climates. Hydrogen is not is not susceptible to reducing the range in colder climates like battery electric. So that's what they're looking at. 
Yeah. Now, the driving experience, as you say, is, is comparable. Um, is there a tentative price on this kind no. of tech? No. <laughs> no, nothing at the moment. As I said, these are just, they have a hundred of these that they're going to deploy um, across Europe. Just as I said, it's more to get a conversation going about hydrogen to see how people feel about it. They did this with their electric car project way before we ever saw the i3. So this is what they do now. It'll obviously be a shorter time frame than the electric because obviously people are familiar now with alternative um, fuels and they don't need the same preparation. But it really is very much a you know, at, at just a starting point yeah. for BMW. Now, you mentioned uh, Toyota are their partners in this particular mm-hmm. fuel cell development. In Asia, is are they far ahead on hydrogen compared oh, to... Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think in, ter- in terms of the hydrogen filling stations across the world, there's about 816... 580 of those I think are in Asia so you'll see that even there's only 81 in the States which I was quite surprised about and there's about 214 in Europe of course there's none in Ireland in terms of passenger cars and we're way behind there Now you went to Antwerp you drove around the Antwerp area I'm sure to test the car and then back to Antwerp where the next journalist could probably fill up again in that hydrogen but if you decided to go somewhere else where was your next filling station of hydrogen? Yeah, you see, this is the problem. As I said, 214 across Europe. If you compare that with the number of filling stations, they're still very sparse. And actually, in Germany, some of them have closed in the last while. In England, there was a few one, a few that have closed as well. So, I mean, you know, BMW are definitely booking the trend in terms of European car makers. European car makers have, you know, very much kind of abandoned the idea of hydrogen. So they're very much on their own. But I suppose the idea, you can, you can understand where they're coming from in the sense that, you know, there has to be many solutions in order to decarbonise and hydrogen, green hydrogen has to play a role in that. And if we're going to develop an infrastructure mm. to facilitate the larger vehicles, maybe yeah, and they're a role talking for that ones. trucks, for example, will probably be using uh, hydrogen. You know, the big freighters mm. that uh, plough the the motorways, the autobahns, and so on. They'll probably be using hydrogen. So that's where a network will actually be built. Yeah, and the filling station that we were in in Antwerp actually had they had tractors there, they had trucks that they filled. There were ships, you know. So it is very much that heavy industry, and this would just be a byproduct. Since it's there, why not use it? That's kind of the attitude. Okay, uh, Ger Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, by the way, just to tell you about freedom of information uh, requests, uh, free for the initial one, but any kind of a complex request that may take uh, several hours to complete, like the ones that we put in, uh, a charge may apply. Well, now a reminder uh, that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, powered by GoLoud. Just search for the Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.